Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Friday, March 31st. I am Spencer Linton alongside a man who is willing to do a rain dance today to bring on favorable weather at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. He is Jerem. Whatever it takes, man. Uh, we're going to be at Lavelle Edwards Stadium today for a loaded day on BYU TV. I dare say this might be the greatest day in the history of sports on this channel because we've got a two-hour alumni day show, which we'll tell you about in a second. We've got the replay of BYU taking down Baylor in overtime coming up after us. Love that. At 2 Eastern time. And then we've got the spring scrimmage this afternoon at 5 Eastern, the alumni game at 7 Eastern, and men's volleyball versus USC at 9 Eastern. So it's going to be awesome. Here's the show lineup today. Keaton Slovis will be on the program. Isaac and Byron Rex. Okay. Awesome. He's not going to treat us like Hawaii back in the day. John Beck and Johnny Harleen. Max Hall, Austin Collie, and Dennis Pitt at the same time. Fantastic. They're going to hold me back. Brian Keel and Cameron Jensen. Just a bunch of backers doing work. Brian will talk about how he caught the Hail Mary. It's going to be awesome. I'm sure. Ty Detmer and Chris Smith. What a connection in those 90-91 seasons. And then Tyler Algier, Zane Anderson, Super Bowl champ, and Super Bowl champion Matt Bushman will be on the program. That is, I dare say, perhaps the greatest guest lineup we've ever used. Maybe. Feel it. it might Woo. be. Uh, yeah, like we were saying, an A-list, wall-to-wall guest lineup for this show. Let's start it off with uh, today's headline, shall we? And yeah, in case you missed it, BYU football and the spring scrimmage, alumni game, it all happens today. The spring scrimmage starts at 5 p.m. Eastern, live on BYU TV from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. The alumni game will follow shortly after the conclusion of the spring scrimmage at 7 p.m. Eastern. All day football, all day sports on BYU TV and the BYU TV app. Number seven men's volleyball beat number 11 USC in four sets last night thanks to a career high tying 22 kills from Capono Brown. Cougars have won five in a row and 27 in a row versus USC in Provo, which is wild. Dating back to 96 when Kalani Stocky was on his mission. Same two teams tonight at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. BYU baseball loses the series opener at Gonzaga by a final of 5-1. to one. Ryan Cipede hit a home run for the Cougars. That was it for the offense. There it was. BYU will finish the series against the Zags games today and tomorrow in Spokane. Good luck to the Batcats. Softball hung with and almost beat 12th ranked LSU losing 3-2. The Cougars play Louisiana Tech today at 3 Eastern time. That was a good fight. They get LSU again today as well. Mm, let's go. Get them back. BYU Gymnastics completed their season yesterday at regionals with some individual performances, specifically Anissa Alvarado, Elise Rollins, Kylie Equinto, and Sydney Benson all competing. Great season for a lot of the ladies. This is a building program under Guard Young, really young. We're looking forward to what they do next year, again, as their season concludes. Track and field, the Clyde Littlefield Texas Relays continue today, and part of the team is also at the Stanford Invitational today and tomorrow. BYU men's golf competing at the Goodwin Invitational, hosted by Stanford University at Stanford Golf Course. Carson Lundell leading the way for the Cougs. He's won over individually. Shout out Peter Quest doing work on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour yesterday. Awesome. Pete Quest. And uh, Quest for Perfection is what we call him. Uh, men's tennis lost 5-2 to number 20 Stanford, host number 27 San Diego tomorrow. Women's tennis plays at number 29 San Diego tomorrow as well. All right, it's time. All rise and shout. Let's get to what's trending. And to kick off what's trending, it is the head football coach at BYU, Kalani Satake. In Studio B, Coach, thanks for being with us to kick off this two-hour Alumni Day special of BYUSN. What a great lineup. I can't, I can't believe you guys have time for me to, to kick it off. 
We 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 even have time for Dennis today, Coach. Let's so go. We, we got a lot of time. Um, Fridays were like Letterman jacket day in high school. You got a, like a Letterman yeah. jacket look today. Yeah. I like it, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I just flash back to the oldies, I guess. You know, I did, couldn't afford a Letterman's jacket back in the day, so I'm going to sport it as much as I can now. <laughs> hey, that makes a few of us, but we're glad to have you here and super excited, obviously, about uh, the day and what your team's going to get to do today. Not just scrimmaging and, and playing in front of the fans, but the interaction as all of these great alumni come back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Overall, what are you hoping to accomplish for your team today by hosting these events back-to-back? -back? Well, I think you said it right there. There's a connection with the fans. Uh, I, I want our fans to see our players, and, and you know, we, we know this is going to be televised, and so we're trying to keep it simple as much as possible. But it's the, uh, it's the interaction with the fans and them being able to see the newcomers and seeing the, uh, the, you know, the, the guys that are returning, see how much they've progressed over the offseason. And uh, I think, you know, we're really excited about the team. We're excited about a bunch of individual players and the depth that we have on our, in our program. And so we're looking forward to seeing them perform today and, and doing more of a practice. We'll have, we'll have some live work too, but, you know, we'll, we'll be uh, mostly thud with the, uh, with the ones. But we'll see some scrimmaging and, and uh, some practice mixed in there in the, in the, in the two-hour practice. Certainly people are excited about Keaton Slovis. You're going to get a chance to watch him today during the scrimmage. Uh, how has he taken to BYU and this offense and this team so far in spring? Yeah, it, it's, it's like he's been here for a long time. I mean, it, it's been really comfortable in so many ways, on the football field, in the classroom, um, understanding the scheme and, and his, his interaction with the players, but also his connection with, with the staff. You know, it's, it's amazing. And uh, he, I think that, that, that has a lot to say about his leadership and his ability to connect with people. And so I'm excited for our fans to get to meet him and talk to him and interact with him. Well, uh, you know, after we're done with our, our practice, um, but I, I think they're going to really like him and, 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 and be drawn to him. And I think they'll, they'll like the stuff that he does on the football field as well. Little, may, yeah. little did we know in 2019, this would be the quarterback. Why? Yeah. A couple of years. He makes the fun comment, Provo was weird, they were super nice. It was like an endearing uh, comment. And then he, th this dude cares about chemistry, as you mentioned, because he's, he's going to church with Chase Roberts. He's interacting with all the guys. And it's pretty gnarly that you say that because he's only been here three months, but it feels like he's been the guy here for four years. Yeah. And how, I, how does that happen? Well, I, th I think it's just his willingness to, to learn about our culture uh, and, and also about the gospel, about our church. You know, And, and this is a young man that that's, uh, wants to understand what his teammates have done and wants to understand why we have, he has guys that are teammates of his that have served missions and took two years out of their life to go out there and serve the Lord. And, and uh, so he, he takes the initiative by going out there and trying to understand a little bit more about it. And um, that, that's the same approach he has to the game of football. And I think he's really taking to, to A-Rod's coaching and the scheme that we have in place. And I think he can flourish in it. Now, I don't know what's going to happen today because our defense is doing, doing some wonderful things too. And I know we play, we, we, we play at BYU, so the quarterback gets a lot of the attention, but uh, defense has had some battles and, some, and won some battles in, in camp, and, and I'm looking forward to today, see what happens. It'll be our first time on grass, and so we're excited to get back in the stadium. Let's hope it's dry grass, okay? Probably <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's uh, but, but we'll be there. Something. And that's part of the deal. <laughs> You're going to play out with West Virginia in November. You yeah. might have these conditions. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it. it. I mean, it, it's football, so you know, yeah. you know, other than lightning, uh, you really don't don't postpone the games yeah. for any reason. So uh, our grounds crew at the stadium are awesome. They'll we'll be able to get the field back in, in shape for Stadium of Fire and then for our season. So we'll be okay. Sure. 
BYU head football coach Kalani Satake is with us on BYU Sports Nation. It is spring scrimmage day. It's alumni day. And we're going to stay focused on the spring and your current team right now. And you may have already answered part of this question uh, with Keaton Slovis and his surprising transition into his role at BYU. It's happened so quickly. But what else has surprised you with this team during your spring scrimmage or your spring practices, I should say? Well, the amount of leadership that we're seeing from the team. And, and um, you know, we went through some adversity last year and, and during the season. And, and I think we, we ended it on, on a strong note. Um, and, and we've had some attrition in the program, but the guys that are here that want to be here uh, for the right reasons and for uh, the reasons of representing our, our church and our school and, and their families on the field and off the field. And so uh, you can see there's a, a group of young men that are just taking to what we want to accomplish this season and, and, uh, and, and so many things other than just football. But I think it all, it all has factors and all plays into them being able to perform at their best. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I thought the spring we'd have some really good things and be, see some guys that make a huge improvement compared to when, when we had bowl prep and had those practices. And, and uh, it's exactly what I thought. I, I can see the, the transition. I can see the progress and, uh, and the leadership and everybody just taking to it. I, I think Keaton came in at the right time with the right, with the right mesh of, of our players and connection with our players and the mix of our guys. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've had some great competition. Uh, our, our guys improved their football IQ and in understanding the situation that we want and definitely know the expectations of our fans and, and they're excited about this Big 12 conference. When the transfer portal opens up uh, May 15th through the 30th, how aggressive do you plan on being to add to your team for this fall? Well, the, the aggressive part is mostly the, the, the players that want to come here. And so we get a lot of attention from players that enter the portal. They call us and they want to be here. We turn down way more than we, than we sign. And uh, they want to be here. They understand that we have something special here, and they want to be a part of it. And, and that's, um, uh, you know, that, that's a that's a huge compliment to everything that we have going on in, in the program, in athletics, and as a university. And uh, the one thing that we try to highlight the most is our fan base. That we have an incredible fan base, and and the interaction that you can have with them, and, and, and not just in here in Provo, but throughout the world. You know, and that's something that everybody's interested in our brand. And uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll peek into it and see what. Uh, what can uh, you know? It's a fit. See who can fit our program, and then um, and what they can bring to us on and off the field, and if they're in align alignment of what we were trying to accomplish as the mission of our program. Kalani Satake is on BYU Sports Nation, and it's year two of the alumni game. It's going to be tough to top how last year's game it's finished incredible. with Brian Keel catching a hail mary essentially at the buzzer, but it's bigger than just the catch yeah. or the play. It's Don't about tell that to Brian. The brotherhood. Yeah, sure, right? <laughs> Might never hear the end of it. But it, it's, it's clearly about the brotherhood. So what have you seen go into this event and, and the growth involved from last year to this year? I think it's going to be my message when I speak to the alumni and I speak to the players that are playing in the game and those that, that aren't. And, and, and that's just a call for them to be involved and, and to get uh, get connected to our program. I, I think it's, sometimes it's, it's uh, an awkward moment when you've graduated. You think about it in high school. Like, what do you do? How much do you interact when you go back? And I think it's important that I define it for them and I let them know that this is home and, and they're always welcome. And not only that, but I need them. I need them to be, be involved with our program. And I mean, it's a unique fraternity in the world belonging to this football team and, and this program. <clears throat> and it's regard, regardless of who you played for, you know, we. There's some things that we understand. I think they could be great mentors to the young men on our team. 
And so I'm gonna need their help. And it doesn't matter if you play for Lavelle, you know, Croton, Bronco, or myself. We're, we're all one family. And I'm looking forward to, to having them be involved with our program, especially going into the uncharted territory of, of the Big 12. And then it's uh, a big day for recruiting as well. It's junior day mm -hmm. uh, and junior kind of weekend. That's, that's a big deal for you guys. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the thing. We, we want our recruits to see um, everything that's, that's wonderful about this, this place, and that's the fans, the, the players on, currently on our team, the alumni, and, and everyone that's involved with, with our football program. So, um, you know, if it's all on me, then I'm in trouble. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I think, I think when we get everybody together, it'd be, they can see that, that this is the right place for them, and I think they can see themselves playing football here and also transitioning and becoming an old-timer and one day playing in the alumni game. Any gritties from you today, Coach? I don't know. I'm about to retire that thing. I think, <laughs> I think my Achilles is about to pop any second now. And I'm trying to be very selective with how much uh, celebration, more upper body cabbage patch stuff like that. Yes. Okay. Now, now yeah. for those who missed it, in 2019, you like sprained your ankle because someone's headset was on the sideline yeah. with the Micah Simon mm -hmm. thing. Is that the sideline injury that's been the worst for you at this point? That, that is. And I tried to find out whose headphones it was. No <laughs> Did one, you? No one would confess to Conveniently, it. Conveniently, nobody yeah. remembered whose headphones. It was just a know. mysterious, maybe Tennessee <laughs> yeah. threw theirs across the field. Yeah, and wait a minute. I tripped on it, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, I hope it wasn't mine. You, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was yours. It was my own headset. You danced in the locker room after that. You were running on I did, yeah. I, I had to. Yeah, and then it hurt on the plane, but I'm all right. Yeah. Oh, good. It's no Ed Lamb passing a kidney stone at Wisconsin on the <laughs> yeah. sideline. Wow. Like, that's the all-time sideline injury. That's right. Hey, Jeez. Coach, we appreciate you helping us kick off this two-hour special. Uh, looking forward to a fantastic day of BYU football. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Go Cougs. We got to get this jacket, man. That's nice. It's only in 4X. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can wear it for uh, pajamas, I guess. Uh, get your first look at Keaton Slovis and the guys uh, in a BYU uniform at Lavelle Edwards Stadium today at 5 Eastern time in the spring scrimmage. Very excited to be there for the first time and show this. I have an idea. We should talk to some of the notable guys, some new faces yeah, for sure, that are going to compete in this game. Yeah. So why not do it next? with Keaton Slovis and Isaiah Banya. And then there's the vet, Connor Pay, who never disappoints. Connor, All three Connor are Pay. with us next on BYU Sports Nation. Connor Pay is on BYU Sports We are live at Studio B. It's a two-hour BYU Sports Nation Alumni Day spring scrimmage special. The alumni and, can wait. Yeah, the spring we'll scrimmage happens first, we'll get right? Let's get yeah. to the actual players, yes. the guys that are putting in the work right now. Yes. Uh, and it is quite the trifecta. We have quarterback Keaton Slovis with us. We have a defensive lineman transfer from Boise State, Isaiah Banya. And we got the vet center and offensive lineman, Connor Pay. Welcome up, to the guys? trio. Great to see you guys. Thanks Thanks for having here. How are we doing? Let's go. Let's first talk about Keaton's shoes. Uh, the, air, <laughs> the Air Monarchs are legit. These are first-team all-dad shoes. The Air Dad. The Tell cutters. us about the decision. The grass cutters. You know, I got to shout out Sam Hartman, uh, former Wake Forest, now at Notre Dame quarterback. Um, he wore them at the Manning camp. And my other, a few other friends of mine had them, but he was the one I was like, man, he sold me on them. He's like, they're comfortable. They're cheap. Why not? Why not? They're good for your feet. That's all functional. That's, so I was like, let's, yes. let's roll. There you go. 40 bucks later, here we are. <laughs> Only 40 bucks. Like, that's super cheap. I love it. You're feeling good. You got to feel good to uh, play good. How are you feeling? We just talked to Kalani about kind of your integration. He said it's been, it's like you've been here four years. What's it been like for you the last uh, three plus months being at BYU here? It's been great. Uh, super comfortable. I think it starts with the, the players and the teammates. Um, I feel like we just share a lot of values, and uh, it's been kind of seamless kind of 
you know, just playing football and, and being around the guys. And uh, beyond that with the staff, um, we're always on the same page. Um, no one has too big of an ego. I think everyone's kind of uh, just trying to do what's best for the team. And I think that's um, really nice as a quarterback and trying to be the best offense we can be is when everyone just wants what's best for the team. If you're wearing Monarchs, you have no ego, <laughs> which is awesome. I love it. Embrace what? Embrace it. Embrace it. Let's I'll go. Let, let's stay with the shoe theme and move uh, one spot to the left. The Air Max 97s, all white. Keeping it classic. Isa <laughs> Isaiah Banya. You're, hey, you're in a transfer situation at BYU too. What has the transition been like for you as you've moved uh, from Boise down to Provo? Right. So it's been pretty good for me. You know, I've been, I've loved every second of it. It's been awesome. You know, especially you know being at Boise State for three and a half years. I was really, you know, used to the whole system there and the program and how everything was ran. So coming here, it's like a, it's like a new start for me. It's like a fresh beginning. And so I've just really been trying to take advantage of all that. And, you know, I've had all my guys here, man, I've been getting my brother, my new brothers and everything. It's been an awesome transition. So, yeah, it's been sweet. Was it, I guess, uh, why was BYU the pick? Because certainly Kelly Papinga, there was a connection there. <clears throat> Kelly's uh, going to take full credit, by the way. Probably. I mean, might as well probably, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he definitely. But, <laughs> no, but what role did kind of, okay, yeah. once you finished, obviously you played BYU every year. Right. But what was the connection there to kind of, besides Kelly, I guess, to, to yeah. BYU? Yeah, no, totally. So actually I grew up in Southern Alberta, in, up in Canada. And so in that area, BYU's, their fan base is pretty big up there, you know what I'm saying? So growing up, BYU's always been, you know, that, that, uh, that, in the back of my head like man that would be sweet you know even in high school I tried to come out here but um so really that was already was like the seed planted in my decision already right and it was definitely a school that I was looking to come to really because you know the program how successful we they've been so far you know especially during the past ages and all that and so uh that was definitely played a big role in it and so once I hit the transfer portal I wanted to go somewhere you know that I could display my talents on uh, a, a big platform and playing against good talent and you know especially on a daily basis I remember playing against BYU especially uh, the last time I played them back in 2021 it was one of the toughest games I've ever played but it's also one of the best games I've ever played you know and just playing against that competition I knew that you know coming in practicing against it it would just only make me better you know and so with that being said I also feel like I could add help and aid the defense, you know, especially going to the Big 12, especially. And so, yeah, everything just worked out, man. It was a great decision, and I never looked back since. That was a tough day for BYU. Uh, ranked 10th, uh, Boise State came in and won. Thanks but, for bringing that up, Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, Maybe I should have left but that one off. You. I should have kept that to myself. We don't bring up 2019 with Caden. We're glad Caden's here. But um, shout out uh, Calgary Stampede. Yes, Shout sir. out, uh, yes, Gregor Bell is from Alberta as well, the voice mm -hmm. of Cougars on the radio. You need to chat with him. No doubt. Alberta guy. To get tapped in. Yep. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's awesome. Okay, Connor, uh, we had an eventful conversation with you after the Stanford game, which was <laughs> memorable, <laughs> which we love. But Connor's my guy. It's, that was Connor's the best. Our, Connor's that our guy. The, that was the I best. wish I had your voice. I'm going to say that right now. I wish I had your voice. It's I didn't do deep, anything it's wrong. Rich, it's I just want to say that. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't say okay. anything wrong. So we keep bringing it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. Or not. Um, you were the number one rated, what was it, pass blocker in the country? PFF Indeed, last pro year? football focus. What did that mean to you? I don't really care. Yeah. You don't care? Not, not a lot. I mean, I care more about the opinions in the building than I do. I mean, it's cool. It's cool to be recognized with some of the best centers in the country, but also at the end of the day, that matters a lot less than playing on the field, you know, because, yeah, I was the number one ranked pass protecting center in the country. I still got benched. You for know? one game. So 
for two. Two And games. so, oh, okay. I mean, you know, the opinions in the building matter more mm. and your production uh, for your teammates and for the system you're trying to run matters more. And so, I mean, it was, it's cool to be recognized, but there are more important things, I'd say. You're clearly a very driven dude, and now you're working with a quarterback that BYU players, staff, fans are super excited mm -hmm. about. What's the relationship been like as you've welcomed in a new quarterback, and, and you work with him in a very close capacity? Yeah, very close, I'd say. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's been really good. It's been yeah, really good. Uh, I actually hosted Keaton on his visit here. Mm. So, you know, we've, we've been chatting it up, and now we live together. Awesome. So it's uh, it's been pretty smooth, seamless transition, I'd say. And our system is fairly similar to the one he ran at USC. So it's been really fast for him to pick up our terminology and stuff. He's already making you know checks at the line of scrimmage and stuff like that. Which some that he'd hope I probably didn't make, but we're <laughs> learning. Yeah, right. yeah. Some that were right. Some that I should have listened to and didn't. Some that I did listen to. And shouldn't have listened to, <laughs> but you know that's what spring balls for. Right? That's what spring balls for. No, but it's been really good. It's been, it has been pretty seamless. I know everyone's been saying that, but that's because it's true. It's mm. been pretty. It has. There haven't been hardly any hiccups. Keaton, what have you seen from Isaiah on the defensive side and the new look defense for BYU? You don't know what the old look was, right? But Jay Hill's here yeah. now, and Isaiah's here now, and this is a defense that expects it to be way better. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Coach Hill kind of came up to me one of the early, like probably before spring ball, we were doing our walkthroughs and stuff, and he was like, "This defense can make you so much better." And uh, you know, I kind of heard him, and then like two practices later, I went up to him and was like, "Hey, you're making me so much better because you're giving me a lot of different looks. Uh, you're making it hard on us, but it's gonna make me a better player and better quarterback going forward. And um, having great players too, bring a guy like Zay, um, it's it's made my job a lot harder, but it's also made everyone a lot better." I want to go back to the recruiting visit, Keaton. When you show up and Connor is your host, what what was that? that recruiting trip like for you out of the portal? Probably bad. Came here in spite of it. No, it was, uh, it was good. It was a little, little bit different. Like, you're not coming out of high school. You're, I remember I sat in the quarterback room for like three hours going over the entire offense, trying to learn everything. Connor wasn't there for that, yeah. luckily. Um, Normally but, you have to go out and do all this crap because the high school kids want to get taken around. Hey, spend money on me, all this stuff. I was just sitting there waiting. Like, I thought I was hosting somebody. And like, yeah, he's going over the playbook with A-Rod. And I get a text three and a half hours later. <laughs> okay, okay, come, to dinner. come yeah. eat dinner now. That's all you're doing. But it was good. And uh, it was really Connor and Cody just sat and we ate. Um, and honestly, I was, I was pretty beat from the, just the flight in. So I just went home or went to the hotel and went to sleep after. But um, it was awesome trying to get, you know, Connor's perspective on things as a vet. Mm. Um, you know, we've had similar experiences um, just playing college football for a long time. So um, definitely made me more comfortable coming to, to you know, commit here, and, and then even when I was, uh, you know, trying to navigate, like, finding a house and place and stuff, Connor was huge with that. Fantastic. All right, let's finish with this. And, Isaiah, I'll direct, I'll direct this at you. What are you hoping to accomplish today in the spring scrimmage from a defensive perspective? From a defensive perspective, you know, I'm just trying to see how we work as a team, as a defense. You know, we, we've been having a ton of work this whole spring ball. You know, we were getting better every single day. And, you know, today's just the day we can go out and yeah. just let it shine, you know, let it loose. And so with that being said, you know, we just want to work on, you know, communication and camaraderie on defense. And, yeah, that's the goal. Just don't tackle Keaton. Just 
We'll leave Keaton alone a little bit. You know, we still gonna, gonna, don't worry about it. We yeah. still go get after him. Yeah. Or you may have you know? to deal with but Connor. Hey. Okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hey, hey. Every day, man. Come on. <laughs> Every day we talk about it, man. I'm like, Zay, come hey, on. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, like, I'll I'm do my, out here. Yeah. I'll do my thing out here, man. Have fun with it. Have fun with it, too. That's all. Isaiah, have you met Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker in the NFL? I have. You need to today because you two, I think, are doppelgangers. And Sounds would get good, along. Yeah. Oh, Brian Kidd. He played in the NFL for four or five years. So. Okay, cool. He yeah, caught yeah. a Hail Mary to win the alumni game last year. Last year. Oh, as, as, a line, as a, def- a linebacker. linebacker. See, that's, that's quite dream. the moment. That's a dream right there. So, it was yeah, amazing. You ain't catching no passes. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. A brother can hope, man. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Great to have all three of you with us in Studio B. Can't wait to watch you compete in the spring scrimmage. That's a 5 Eastern. Yep. Followed by the alumni game. 7 Eastern for the alumni game. Going to be a fun day. Thanks for coming on, guys. We appreciate sure. it. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Good to have you. You got it. Connor, your shoes are cool, too, by the way. They are yeah. very cool. I appreciate yeah, getting skipped on that. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 a, ret- a retro. There we go. We got it. Shout out to Blake Freeland. <laughs> yes. He gave these to me after he left. Blake's about to have enough money to buy everybody. That's what shoes. I'm saying. He, yeah. he left yeah. me quite a few good things. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Let's keep it rolling. Up next, uh, BYU football, as you've noticed, is a family affair in many regards with legacy names. Why not welcome in the Rex family? Byron, Isaac, and Preston will join us next on BYU Sports Nation. What kind of shoe game do those guys have? Uh, it's going to be tough to beat. Man. It is. It is tough. Stay with us. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Well, there's your clue to a family that is responsible for a lot of points in the history of BYU football. Welcome back to our two-hour special of BYU Sports Nation on Alumni Day and Spring Scrimmage Day alongside Jerem Jordan. I'm Spencer Linton. Let's welcome in the next trio of our A-list guest lineup. It is the Rex family. Byron Rex, surrounded by his sons Isaac and Preston. Welcome to the Rex family. Thank you guys for having us. us. All right, let's. Uh, we were talking shoes last break, and we we're like, oh, "What are the What are the Rex family going to bring in?" Bring as far a strong as shoe, shoe game, game as well. Goes? I, I like it. This, this is not These bad. These are uh, Carter Wheat shoes. Carter Wheat hooked it up. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> giving each other shoes. I love it. I stole that from Carter's closet. My dad just took them out of my closet. Yeah. So <laughs> it goes full circle. Thank you, Carter. Okay, you got the Air Jordan yeah, ones. Yeah. Okay. I just Preston got one. the team issue. No, no. Right hey, Air Max 97. They're nice, though. They're still young. He's still young. Listen, Keaton bringing in the Monarchs is going to be hard hard to top. Unlaced. Unlaced Monarchs. Air Dash 1. Keaton about to mow somebody's lawn out here, yeah. which is awesome. Hit up Applebee's later. Yeah. I love it. It's going to be awesome. Byron, let's, uh, let's start with the yeah. questioning uh, in, in your direction. What's this day like for you oh. watching your sons play, you know, in regard in the spring scrimmage, and then yeah. having the alumni come back and you experiencing that as well? No, it, the whole thing is super special, right? BYU does it first class, the studio, everything uh, here. Um, it's changed and grown so much. And to say it isn't a dream to have your boys, you know, uh, be a part of it, um, it, it's really the understatement. I had a great discussion. John Beck lives in the area, has his boys. Dennis has moved to town. Austin's been in town. Um, all these guys, right? We have young boys that we want to experience what we've experienced um, 
here at BYU. So it's super special, and we're so thankful to uh, to everybody for Jack and Kalani and mm. Tom for for having us back. It's it's really really special. Dennis Pitt has moved out of his parents' basement. Uh, yeah, I think he, he finally yeah. lives in a house. Like, his, hey, I'm a multi-millionaire. Yeah. I can afford a new yeah. house. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Isaac. So last year, uh, you made an incredible effort to come back and play all season, but yeah. you weren't a hundred percent. Um, and, it, and it was hard each week to get to practice, to get to games, but you were out there. How are you feeling now going into this season? Because I hope we can get you 100%, and you have that season where it's like, yeah, now you could be a draft pick. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm, I'm out there playing, and I won't be going. And I haven't been tackling yet, so I haven't been going you know, too hard in a game situation yet, but I've been feeling good. I had uh, another off-season surgery where – I got some things cleaned up mm -hmm. and taken out, and so that's been in kind the same of an foot? issue. Same foot, same okay. ankle, and so there was a lot of scar tissue and uh, bone spurs that were in there that were bugging me all season long. So mm. hopefully getting those out will feel good. Obviously, my ankle may never be the same, but I'm still going to be pushing through, and that's just the reality of getting injured. You know, when people hurt their knee, it's never the same. When they hurt their shoulder, it's never the same. So, you know, that's something I may have to push through, and I may have to – uh, work through, but I'm I'm playing and I'm having fun out there. So, so is that affecting you in any way where you feel like okay, I can get to 95% of what I was, or yeah, or even if you I can get, be as explosive yeah. and as versatile. You know, every percent matters. You know, so even if I get 5% more mobility or 10%, that would be huge for me. So, um, any percent matters when it comes to ankle because ankle is such a mobility thing, um, such mobility part of your body, and so. Uh, yeah, no matter what, like, I'm just out there having fun and, and hanging out with the boys, so it's sweet. Love that attitude, and that kind of leads me to my next question. Preston, I'm going to direct it in your, uh, your direction, because we've heard about the vibe and being with the boys and how yeah. great it's been, but how would you explain the energy and the vibe around BYU football, specifically during spring practices? Um, well, on my side of the ball on defense, I think the vibe has changed a lot, right? Especially with Jay Hill coming in and uh, the new offense that's been implemented. Um, I think now, like, it's a more aggressive defense and we don't have to wait on Isaac or, you know, Puka or the offense to get some momentum so that we can, you know, step up. So I think the vibe's been great. Everyone's flying around. We're making tackles, you know, trying to, um, you know, just trying to bring that energy along with the offense. Because last year, the offense did an amazing job of scoring points and, and really helping us win games, but the vibe on defense and with the whole team, you know, everyone's boys, it's a big family, so it's been really cool. Is the defense, um, has it kind of taken personally sort of last year and like, okay, we can be way better than that, and now we got a new staff, like what's that kind of energy like? Yeah, well, Jay Hill is the most energetic coach I've ever played with, man. Like, he'll be, he'll be like, trying to do his backpedals, like, back in the day. He'll shove you. He'll, <laughs> he'll come in, and he'll, like, move out of the way, Rex. Start repping 225 <laughs> in the weight room. I'm like, all right, go for it, coach. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think um, going into the Big 12, right, um, we got to step up. The defense got to step up, and we're making the, you know, we're putting in that work now so that we can be a great defense in Big 12, you know, so. We just had Keaton Slovis and Connor Payne here on the offensive side of things, Isaac. How is Keaton Slovis impacting the offense, and how do you see your role progressing and evolving with Keaton Slovis and his skill set at quarterback? Keaton's a stud, man, and you can tell by he's so experienced. He's played, I think I saw a stat today, 36 games at starting quarterback. So 
that's a huge number and yeah he's been killing it this whole spring and it's it feels like he's been here for three years i think i saw a rod say that or someone but he's picked up the offense super quick he's gotten um involved with us very quick like he uh yeah he knows how to sling the rock and he knows how to play so I'm stoked for Keaton. I think he's a great fit for BYU, and I think he's um, definitely going to kill it this year. You ready to go over the middle? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm ready, that's the word, right? It's, and this isn't to disparage what's happened in the past at all, but certainly there could be more stuff over the middle this year. Yeah, sure. Of course. I mean, I'm not the one who say, to say, you know, I'm, I do <laughs> whatever. Like, I was open. Whatever. Say, roll Isaac Rex the ball. Whatever my coaches tell me to do, I do yep. it. I'm that guy. So I got a feeling he'll do. be there in the middle. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, so. I'll be there. It so. starts there. I'll be there. And then the ball needs to choke. Now, okay. you are actually on Baby Watch at the moment. I'm on Baby T- Watch. Tell us about it. It's like T minus two days, three days. Like we're in the, if your phone goes off, you need to look at it. Yeah, I'm out. Situation. Yeah. 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 You, you, have, you have a proper excuse. I never, you I can never had my ringer with on. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never had my ringer on until like these past couple of days. And now I have Lexi, I'm like, hey, you have Brett's number, Kayleen's number, the trainers, just call then. I'm going to sprint in my, in my football outfit if it comes down to that, if we're, you know, having it during practice. That or would be so. kind of awesome. Know, Today you're in full uni. Yeah. Going out to the hospital. <laughs> that would be. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be my first time, too. That would, that would actually be my second, you know, USC. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, USC. of course. <laughs> I was like, a little different yeah. this time. Yeah. Less, but this would be actually way more fun. Way yeah. more yeah, this, enjoyable. This time you're the one not in pain. It's all Lexi. Yeah, yeah. The, the real MVP. And first grandkid, right? First grad child on very, both sides. On Lexi's side, yeah, Amy, my oh, wife, we're awesome. so excited. She's on her way up. Uh, we're on baby watch, yeah. Shout so. out to the Johnsons, who are a Ute family, but so. kind of a Coug family a little bit now. They've UVU adopted. Family. I've yeah. seen some blue yeah, yeah, yeah. in the wardrobe. Uh-huh. Yep. I've seen a couple yep. of shirts, yeah. Final Four, too. So, yep. Happening today, they used to play. They played back yep. in the day, yeah. 1998. 98, right? 98 yep. famous team. All right, let's finish Ballish. with this. Yep. What's the text, the family text combo like before a game and after a game. Okay, first I have to give the name of the, the it's called the Clown Show. That is the name. <laughs> That's the name of our family text. And it's Lexi, Xander, my youngest, and they chime in all the time, obviously Amy, my wife. It is a little clown show the whole time. And uh, I'll text these two before every game. I got my whole pregame thing. There's a little copy and pasted sometimes if they don't do it well the last game. Uh, but yeah, it starts flying really fast. And it's just to keep it light on game day. Uh, and today it'll start flying. Uh, you know, there's some stats that come up against Isaac, Preston, where we've changed to the defensive side with him and Xander. So uh, yeah, there's a lot that goes on. But yeah, the clown show is yeah quite interesting. Let's get the clown show rolling <laughs> today. This show's nickname too. <laughs> Crazy enough. Yeah. Yes. Hey, great to have all of you in studio. Yeah. Looking forward to a great day. Glad you're getting better, Isaac. Thank you. Keep holding down the defensive side. Yes, sir. And good luck, Grandpa. Yeah. With, with that almost. clown show. I'll be coaching. Uh, I'll be coaching <laughs> up the clown show yes, today. You if you love my game. Yes, you yep. will. Okay. Thanks, guys. Well, back in 21, Isaac and the Cougs beat USC. And then last night, men's volleyball beat USC, and they're looking to do it again tonight at 9 Eastern time. Number seven, BYU, has not lost to the Trojans in Provo since 96, which is just nuts. They try to keep that going tonight. All right, we're going to keep it in the same vicinity, at least like current hometowns, with one of our next guests, John Beck, combined with Johnny Harleen for one of the greatest plays in BYU football history. They take center stage next on BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. 
One play for it all. Snap to John. John backpedals. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. He's moving to his left. Shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. All kinds of time. Now the heat comes. He's got to run to the right. John Beck is on the run. He throws behind him. It is. Cut for the touchdown! Cut for the touchdown! Cut for the touchdown! Johnny Harley got it for the score! Harley by himself in the end zone! The Cougars win it! On the final play of the game! Can you believe this? That play... Took 3.2 seconds off the clock, but an eternity in the hearts and minds of Cougar fans everywhere. Johnny Harleen by himself, and John Beck with a throwback to find him. The play of the year, the play of their careers. So we were going for could, a dramatic spin. Could watch that all day. To welcome everybody back. I got back. goosebumps. <laughs> Hopefully it worked. <laughs> Welcome back to BYU Sports Station, live from Studio B. We're in the Cougar Council Room as we continue our two-hour special of spring scrimmage and Alumni Day buildup. We welcome in the two men that were the highlight of that iconic, historic play, John Beck and Johnny Harleen. Wow. What's up, dude? John, you were just saying, as you're watching, you're like, <laughs> I remember my view. I, I remember what it looked like through the helmet. Yeah, yeah. I do. It's well, crazy because how many, like, that's what, 17 years ago? It's crazy. And it's uh, that that's crazy. But I do remember that whole, I remember seeing this dude just as I'm like running and I kind of peek to see how much space do I have. I just remember seeing this white jersey like, oh my gosh, if he clears that last guy, he's there. So glad he did that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to text him all the time. Thank you for running that direction. <laughs> like years later. It's well, totally that's, opposite. And yeah. it's against the rule yeah. of what you do in the scramble drill. Right. And so yeah. we, you always flow with the quarterback, but I got behind. I'm like, there's enough guys over there. But if you see in the play, you also see me coming across the middle and I'm in the middle of like five guys and I like wave my hands up like, I'm glad he waited because I was, that probably wouldn't have worked out. I was not open <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I just but, remember um, feeling this red, I, I could see the last red jersey. Johnny, like, as you see it, there like, I, I don't see arms. Johnny right there. I see him right there. Mm. And then I see this last red jersey, like he has no idea that Johnny went behind him and is standing there. And if that guy keeps going, oh my gosh, we got it. But then like, I remember when I got hit, when I threw it, my like legs came up and I, I couldn't see the goal line. And I just saw him go to his knees. And for a split second, I thought if he is on his knees on the one, like what? <laughs> did, did Too much like, awareness for that. I would, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you said I was never gonna drop it. You've told us that before. I was never no, gonna I, drop I didn't, it. I wasn't too nervous about it. I mean, watching it, I'm more like, that was a moment <laughs> like but when you're in the game it's a little you know you're a little fo in. more focused on yep. it's like there's a ball it's coming to me i've done it a thousand times and uh i knew where i was too if i would come out of the end zone i would have just reached down it's more safe probably to catch it like that so if i was in the end zone i knew i could do that but uh i think uh <laughs> i think i had it in good hands the, and, the whole and, way and so. you had one of your best games if not your best game ever because that was your third touchdown catch. You had had a long touchdown catch in the first half going oh, yeah. the other way. And yes. then you had had the one-hander on Weddle. And that, and Thank, you. I know, Thank you for pointing that, that out. That I want to make, make sure catch. everyone yeah, that was. Well, that's what we kind of talked about. Like He's like, isn't it funny that the catch that's remembered the most was just the one that floated right to my chest? But probably the most amazing one, maybe of his entire career, was the one that he tapped back to himself. And I remember I'm standing next to Weddle during the timeout. 
And like, he's like, John, there's no way that's a completion. And I'm like, dude, that's a completion. And like, they're playing it on the board and me and Weddle are literally standing there. <laughs> no, like that's a completion. And like, it was just, it's crazy. Cause like when you see it in slow-mo, the athleticism to be able to like, you know, you're, you have Weddle, right? Who's, who's a fantastic player, top defensive player of the conference. He's been a Pro Bowl player in the NFL. You tap it to yourself and you land in bounds. I mean, it's just, it was remarkable. I was super, super lucky to have a guy like this I'm throwing the ball to. There was one overthrow that went out of bounds and one of our camera guys named John Anderson, who was working for the mountain, the lens snapped off the camera in the process of one of these plays and he got knocked over and Spencer and I are on the sideline as students like you guys at the time, uh, but you're playing football, we're just watching. And I'm like, no one's helping John up. I'm like, are you okay, John? This is like in the midst of BYU, Utah. Help him up. And he was, he was okay. I was like, is no one gonna help the old guy up? I'll be the guy. But anyways, uh, there, were, there were a million things there. Um, you know, you're left a buck 15 at the end. They score too yeah. early. Um, and you go 75 yards. You have a fourth down conversion on that. Did you run the same play back to back, by the way, on that last one? Did Robert call? No. No. Okay, no, we came back the to the sideline, and uh, the play call was actually uh, ace flip 59. And which was a scissors concept. And we thought that if we get cover zero, we're going to probably, you know, take, take a shot to Zach calling in the back of the end zone because we anticipated they're either going to bring the house or they're going to drop everybody. And we kind of learned a little bit of lesson from the year before that Kyle liked to throw wrinkles on us. Like he did it the year before with this like circus defense that he called it. But Johnny, like you kind of see a clip, I think, I can't remember if it's like in the mountain version or whatever, like you see Johnny come to me kind of like, it was as we broke the huddle or as we were taking the field because yeah. it was a timeout. And as we were jogging out to the field, he comes to me and says, hey, you know, like, what do you want me to do uh, if we don't get zero? Because I was also potentially, depending on who covered him, I could take another fade to him, which yeah. we had done before that. And I'm like, look, if I don't take the shot on you on the fade, you got to find a way to get open. And I mean, by no means was I running around trying to find Johnny. It just, it worked out that way. And it was cool for us because I think we completed so many balls during our career together. We had so many big games together, but it was awesome to kind of have it all go together in that moment for it to be this guy. Turned out very poetic. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> well, listen, one of your beloved brethren in the BYU alumni base, Brian Keel, catches a Hail Mary. I know, his was bigger. Game. His play yeah. might be bigger. He's, <laughs> he's, he's going to tell you, like, look, that's right up there. I know, because that's, that's now known as the alumni Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. The Miracle. <laughs> the alumni Miracle. We're going to redo the top 100 plays in BYU history, and we'll put that one at, like, 72. <laughs> I know, I came up with that, Tom. Like, I thought that's it was pretty that's good. good. That's pretty good. Trademark when I, when I found out Brian kept the football, I'm like, this is a big moment in Brian's life. It needs a name. <laughs> the alumni Miracle. <laughs> that's fantastic. That. Here, here to, for, after is the Miracle. That's awesome. Okay, let's stay with the alumni theme. What's it like for you guys to come back and be around all these guys? Because this event is now becoming bigger. You know, from year one to year two, it's, it's become much bigger. So what's it like for you guys? I'll let Johnny go first. Uh, it's really cool. I mean, just coming in to meet guys that you've seen play and you, you know, you meet guys here and there along the years, but, um, you know, you meet some people that you never really have before and to come in and, oh, I recognize this name from growing up. And it's, it's so cool to kind of all be on a more similar level. Um, you know, we had like, I always call him coach Doman and now I'm like, Hey, Brandon, you know, when I see him. And so it's alumni family, um, love coming back and feeling, I guess I, I kind of feeling like in the middle of old, like I, I want to claim that I'm old. We just turned, I just turned 40, but then I'm like, well, there's guys that I watched, you know, that I was eating breakfast with and 
and then there's guys a lot younger than me. It's just, it's just really cool. And, you, and you're in Vegas and still shredding on guitar. You're in a band. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's the band name? We are Tiger Frog. Ooh. We wanted a name that didn't mean anything. <laughs> you <laughs> so, found it. <laughs> you found it. <laughs> and uh, not trying too hard, but uh, we actually, yeah, that we should, you know, coincidentally, I didn't plan it out this way, but uh, should have a few songs streaming uh, this weekend. Nice. Let's go. So on all the streaming services. Did you, so. did you watch Parks and Rec at all? Yeah, yeah. Mouse yeah. Rap? You know, yeah. Like hey, that's tiger. It's very it's animal similar. Thing, two animals. Yeah. I think. I think if there's any meaning at all, you got like you got the intensity, fieriness of the tiger, and the chill, relaxness of the frog. Okay. Right. Which is you know we do we could call that a little bit of the uh, <laughs> you know the inspiration. We got some you know pump up songs and then some relaxed songs. So. You can years, I, for years, I tried to get BYU to let Johnny play the national anthem. I still want it. I tried so hard. There's like, there's actually a lot of stuff going on behind it of like reasons why they couldn't. But I'd be like, they would invite me back for like a game, and I'd be like, I'll come back if you guys let Johnny play the national anthem <laughs> on guitar. I'm like, I, I would call Duff Tittle, like Duff, you gotta get this to happen, bro. Like this would be epic. Johnny out there shredding, you know, like yes. oh. anyway. And then the jet flyover oh. would have to happen at the end. Yes. And my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one can dream. Hey, yeah. what's this? Dave McCann's having a brain aneurysm thinking about how awesome that would <laughs> yeah, be right He is now. the flyover guy, yeah. so yeah. We can the guitar bring, and? We can bring the, that up yeah, to him for sure. So we can't do that? Is that what you're saying? It's not there's, a, there, yeah, there's, like, there's a lot of oh. things they can't, yeah. Cincinnati, Friday night, first home game against I tried. That would be the perfect thing. I mean, I think I'd rather have been when this guy got inducted into the Hall of Fame if it could have been that night. That would have been way rad. That would have been epic. And now you're inductee into the Hall of Fame, Johnny Harleen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, John, let's, uh, let's talk Keaton Slovis. You, had, you played an instrumental role in just opening his eyes more to Provo and to BYU. And this, I mean, this goes back to, you didn't tell me his name at the time. We're talking on the sideline of Stanford and you're like, there's a dude, Spencer. Oh yeah, that's there's, right. There's a, there's that a dude. That was him. That was him. There's a dude. Uh, he's now here. And um, Kalani's like, it feels like he's been here for four years. What is it about Keaton Slovis that's going to make this transition so smooth? Uh, experience, number one. Uh, the person that he is as well. Like that, like that's the big thing that like to me when I felt like okay I'm gonna do this like I'm gonna bring up BYU to Keaton like he and I were having discussions and I remember where I was sitting I was sitting in my garage uh, and Keaton and I were going through the list of schools that he was potentially looking at and he'd gone through the list and I remember just having this feeling like I feel like BYU could be a great spot but if I'm gonna put that out there I really want to know that it can be a great spot for him um, and I just think Keaton's personality, the type of like human being that he is, the type of person he is with his teammates, he's such an easygoing yet like focused, determined, like he just has a good balance of things. And I also like, look, I'm a believer that like sometimes when the road has this little downturn, the swing back up can be great. I just, I believe in those stories. Mm -hmm. And I was with Keaton, I watched him come out as a freshman and ball out at, at SC. And then I watched an arm injury, trying to go through the recovery process, his battle back from that, a back injury, like all these things. And I'm like, he's right there ready for this swing back up. And you know, I mean, sometimes you can say things happen for a reason. Sometimes, you know, it just happenstance, but like this feels so right that yeah. Keaton's the guy here right now. And when I see him at practice, I just think like, it does feel like he's been here for a number of years. And when I talk to him afterwards, he's like, he's happy. He loves it here. He's got great teammates, great friends. And uh, like, to me, that's why I'm like, this has been great so far because I, th I think as good as it could have been, 
that's what's happened. So you many know. cool connections, but obviously the connection of quarterbacks working with you has been awesome. And then we have another dude from the uh, Valley of the Sun. Let's go. You and right. Max. Arizona. Yeah, I know. Arizona guy. I know. Right? I, I, the school that he went to, I actually played against them in high school. Mm. Uh, and so it's kind of, you know, it is funny. Like, I'm always aware of the quarterbacks that come out of Arizona just because, like, it's cool to see a guy come from your home state. And so when Keaton was playing at SC, like, this is awesome, an Arizona kid coming over here. You know, little do you know, five years later, four years later, <laughs> he's going to be here. He's going to be BYU. And, and he even and said that. And you're going to be a huge reason for that. He even Kurt said Warner like, was uh, his, what, OC? Yeah, he or like helped out. Yeah, yeah, he helped out. But I, I remember when I first started talking to Keaton, and this was really happening, he was going to make the commitment. He's like, I never would have thought that day that I played my first road game as a college player. Wild. I would be now back in that stadium as a starting quarterback. Into yeah. the Big 12, like in this yeah, huge moment for BYU. That's wild. Yeah, it is cool. Great stuff. Now he just needs a Johnny Harleen, and maybe it's Isaac Rex. And, uh, all, all Absolutely well. could okay. be that. Let's Absolutely. go. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Great to have yeah. you back for alumni day and for the spring scrimmage. Okay, good to see it. Let's recreate that today, by the way. Maybe. <laughs> do you know many people have asked me? They're like, hey, like, are we going to do that? You're like, it's hard to overcome a, a mere keel. Uh, yeah. But we'll see <laughs> what happens. Okay, check out baseball tonight on the BYU Radio app as the Cougs play game two against Gonzaga, 9 Eastern time on the BYU Radio app. We had an amazing first hour of the show. We believe that the second hour of the show will be equally as amazing. Okay, maybe not quite as amazing, but we, it's pretty good. Pre, it's it's pretty still good. pretty good. Stay with us for more on our two-hour special of BYU Sports Station. Tiger Frog! BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. What a first hour of BYU Sports Nation. Oh, uh, Dennis has removed Jerem Jordan from his seat. Uh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> to lead us into our number two. <laughs> Feeling good for this? Yeah, I'm trying to make sense of this iPad right now. Um, I tried to get Jerem on the floor, actually. I felt like it was more degrading, but he wouldn't do it, so he's in my seat we'll over there. We'll be back! Yeah. <laughs> Special outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem has been allowed back into his seat. Allowed. <laughs> so nice of Dennis to allow how, you back How in. gracious of uh, Dennis, <laughs> who somehow made our IMDb show page, by the way. Yes, he uh, did. Cool, whoever yes, did that. He, yes, he oh. did. On the second hour of the show, Austin, thank you. Uh, on the second hour of the show, Brian Keel, the Mira Keel, as uh, John Beck called it from last year. Cameron Jensen will join us. Ty Detmer and Chris Smith, Tyler Algier, Zane Anderson, and Matt Bushman as well. Loaded second hour. But we begin with uh, another incredible trio, and we'll introduce them with this highlight video. Hall launches it. He's got Collie waiting on it. Catches it across the 40-yard line. How about Dennis Pitta? Oh, yes. Max Hall, Austin Collie, Dennis Pitta. What's up, homies? On BYU Sports Nation. How are we doing? Station. Hey, guys. Doing better now that we're here. Yeah, good to be here. Surprised you guys had us on. Why are you surprised? Wait, why? It's why? a pleasure to be. I've never been in here. This oh, is the first time on in Zoom. Here. This is nice. Always on Zoom. You've yeah, never really been nice. in Studio never B. Never been here. Well, it's about Great time, time, Max. Uh, it yeah. took me bringing these guys for you guys to let me in. So <laughs> all it took was the show? Hail Mary last year. Yeah, the Hail That's Mary the, last year. We were year. waiting for that. The Marakeel. I've never heard that before. is what John John Beck has turned it the Marakeel. That's not bad. 
He's gonna. Brian Keel's gonna try and tell you guys hey, that like his catch is up hey. there with the iconic plays we just. Oh no, saw. He, t- he, t- he took the ball home. It's sitting <laughs> can, on his. Can, can his we talk about bookshelf. that? Might have been Brian Keel's best moment in his BYU career in history. Right. One thousand percent. Is his first touchdown, only touchdown. One thousand percent. No, he and had yeah. a pick six at New Mexico. Didn't he? Did he? Uh, he did he score? He scored. Why you got to undercut me like that? Totally stealing my thunder, dude. You don't like facts, Max? Well, it's okay. You guys are the facts. It wasn't a pick six or was it just an interception? My biggest problem. I thought it was a pick six. He took home my ball. That was your ball? I specifically brought brought that ball for the game. He took it home. That ball's on his mantle somewhere. Yeah, I said I'll sign it. I told him I'd sign it. It's painted. It's got the score. It's got the event details on there. It's authenticated by BYU. Yeah. Now we need to get a branded Miracle. 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 John. It only took us a year to figure that out. Thank you, John. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, uh, the three of you back for the alumni party. Okay, you're gonna watch spring scrimmage, and then are all three of you a full go in the alumni game? Um, some of us. Okay. Some You're of using us the are. Term full go very loosely. <laughs> very loosely. <laughs> well, yeah. What does that mean? Uh, some of us may or may not have done uh, a little something to their calf, having thrown a little bit um, <laughs> in preparation. In preparation <laughs> for the game. Uh, as sad as I am to you know to say that, but uh, yeah, hopefully we can get out there, loosen it up. Hopefully, you know, okay. Got a little got a little rehab going this morning. <laughs> are uh, you a game time decision? It's going to be a game time. Okay. <laughs> I'm, right, right now it says questionable. Next time. Oh, it's it's questionable. Yeah. Okay. It's probably right. doubtful. So <laughs> yeah. let me tell How the story you? because yeah. we, what was it, a couple days ago? Two days ago. I live like 10 minutes from John Beck. John's our quarterback, not Max, obviously. Um, and Austin was in town. So we're like, hey, let's grab John. Oh, my let's gosh. Let's on. Let's try to run a couple routes. See actually how this is throw. Go. We actually try yeah, to I mean, throw. Yeah. yeah. And it's been years. And so we get out to this field. Cleats on. We warm up a little bit. Route four. Feel, Austin going, feeling really confident. Austin going three-quarter speed. Blows his calf out. <laughs> I have Jeez. it on video, actually. I saw you the whole thing. video of it? Yeah. We started to video, you know, our routes because we wanted to see what they looked like. Yeah. And I was videoing him in the moment when he tries to accelerate off the line and his whole calf blows out. Now, some some would say that it's, it's due to my high intake of... <laughs> Diet soda, <laughs> but I, I feel like it, it, it just came down to I got a little greedy, right? I was what going back, right? Now, after it, right? right? Huge, oh, what a plug. huge. You get paid for that? Uh, no, but it, yeah, but I, I did feel you know a little bit too confident, right? I felt like I was 18 again running out there. I will say I, I felt good, and then Dennis showed me the videos, and I was like, oh, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, something something popped back there. Doesn't Uh-oh. feel great. Uh-oh. We got to get you right, right? Well, oh, so this, this morning, I wake up, I'm staying at Austin's house right now. I come up, and he's on a massage table getting worked on by some guy, <laughs> getting dry needling and all that stuff. I mean, he's trying to get, he's it's game trying day. To get ready. It's game day. It's he's game trying to get day. ready. That's a true story, man. <laughs> it's game day. He's trying to get ready for the game. Austin dry needling, game cupped, the whole, the whole works. This right? is like 08 at but CSU or something. But he's let's, definitely let's doubtful. Okay. He's, game time decision. Game time. Now it's okay. doubtful? Jeez. I think it's been no, it's questionable. Okay. Question. Come down to right here. I'm going to say, okay, it's all about heart. It's all about heart. Okay. All about heart. Okay. okay, well, then there, and speaking of peak physical condition, then there's Max. And what's going on with Max? I know. Can right? you still get your arm above your <laughs> shoulder? <laughs> this is all shown. Too much lat work. Yeah. I just want people to think I'm a good athlete. Right? I don't like going out and proving it. How do we top last year's? Because last year was unbelievable. It was so fun. Can't be top. But if somebody can't top it, you need to bring in a Heisman. You know what I mean? If someone's going to top it. Don't do that. Don't pump up time. We're going to bring in a Heisman, okay? <laughs> Look, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not with you guys right now, okay? That is so true. So I feel a little ganged up on. John so. Beck's our quarterback. Yeah, yeah. apparently. <laughs> 
How did, yeah, how does that happen? How did the three of you get divided? Okay, Max was on our team and he wanted to be with Ty, so he moved sides. That's the story I've heard. Okay, right. So let me tell you the story of what should happen. So okay, okay. Jack DeMooney calls me and he says, yo, Max, hey, I know you were like the starter last year and you won the game, but would you be mad if we made Ty the starter, like the feature guy? And I said, Jack, please do. I might have used up all my miracle comeback stuff in the last BYU yeah, yeah. You know, alumni game, so go ahead and take it. But Ty said, I'll only play if Max is on my team. You know why? He needs me to call the plays. He needs you to get <laughs> I gotta bring the red playbook again. American Leadership Academy in Queen Creek, Arizona. Yeah, so I printed off our whole playbook, laminated it, like I did last year, and I yep. got it. So yep. we got the secret sauce, dude. Wow. Yeah, but let me tell you something. If he's not getting it done, I'm going to have to sub him out. He's out of there. Yeah, he's gone. The, the oh, OC, I have no problem pulling. The OC will make that call. Yeah, we'll pull. Yeah. Hey, but let me tell you something. We call Ty the microwave, though, because he's always hot. He like comes out Vinny and throws. He can still throw it. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's what he can say. still throw it. Okay. You've been watching him. How How is the motion? How's Not the just form? watching him. I've been training him, okay, the last mm. couple of weeks. He's come out to our throwing sessions. I've been dialing him in. But, no, he can sling it. You guys will see. Are you guys worried? Are you guys worried about this? About With Ty? No, I've seen Ty enough. We're not worried. <laughs> <laughs> Ty is not what you would consider the listen, physical condition listen, right now. Listen, I'm feeling pretty good because I got a torn calf, and who knows what's going on with the hip over <laughs> We got there. a bad so hip, but we're going to push through it. <laughs> Pop a little ibuprofen, we're going to push through it. Now, you guys have uh, John Beck and Brandon Doman. Not, aren't yeah, slouches no. either. No. What, is, what are the expectations? Yeah, we there? saw Brandon last year. It was a struggle, let's be honest. So <laughs> we're not expecting a lot from him. Uh, John's still got a lot John, of velocity on his ball. Probably too much velocity. Need, so if you take need, one off the face, don't be. Yeah, he needs it's a, not our fault. He needs, John's he needs fault. to tone down the five yard routes, right? Uh, like okay. it's not a 15 or 18 oh, yard man. end, right? It's just like an under <laughs> drag. We don't need to show off the arm. I mean, odds are he's probably going to overthrow the first throw, just kind of show off and get the oohs and ahs. It's a combine sequence. Combine move right there. Yep, he, he would know. No. Yeah. So <laughs> the real question is, it, because it, you're with John Beck, is will Dustin Pitta be there, or will Dennis? Is is Gary Gary Croton actually is now the offensive coordinator for Moorpark College where I grew up? Are yeah, you serious? I just learned that. Yeah, I just okay. learned that. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah. So and he yes, called you it, Dustin in 03. He called me Dustin. Called you Dustin. Gary Croton, you haven't heard that story. Haven't Gary Croton never. You should watch BYU Sports Nation. It's a good show. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Oh, okay. He's a regular. We told that he's story. On, he's on we told that story, you know, a couple months ago. Um, I just don't watch when he's on. I just can't <laughs> handle it. I, I get it. I'm not on often. They rarely have time for me. But well, that's because you and Jordan got a thing going on. I don't know what it is. We got a thing. You we got have a thing. thing. Yeah. We have a thing. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm on your side then. Let's go. Hey, last year you ran down the field with me. Remember? You that? you release it, and I we kind of. Embrace. I grabbed before. the first person I could grab, and it was you. I was right there. I wanted to be there for you. Hey, that was a special I'll moment. Be the, that was hey, a special I'll moment. Be there. Hey, are we going to hug it out? Are we going to hug it out when you guys win you. dramatically after? I probably Let's. won't be down there due to the calf injury. <laughs> <laughs> Austin's going to be in the press box. Yeah. Cougar tail. <laughs> I will, I'll have about two two of those cougar tails in me. Okay. If I have. <laughs> a couple Coke Zeros. <laughs> yeah. What's what's this alumni experience like for you guys? You come back, and it's I mean it's great, obviously, to be back with your teammates, but to have Everybody here, what, what is it like for you? Awesome, we'll start with you. Yeah, so, so last year, getting to see it, um, you know, Dennis and I weren't able to make it last year, but, you know, just watching, um, you know, all the camaraderie again on the field taking place and, and guys going out there and just having fun and throwing the ball around. Like I said, just this morning, getting to be down there at the, the SAB with some of the guys and getting to see old faces, you know, it's, it's, it's always fun, right? And then when you have kids, getting to bring them kind of around this environment so that they can see it and kind of see the brotherhood and the relationships that you built just through football, is, is, it's awesome. It's a treat. All right, Dennis, same question for you. 
Yeah, I mean, I see these two all the time, but um, you know, it's all the other guys that you just don't see that often. You know, seeing Johnny Harling for the first time in who knows how long, and you know, Brady Papinga, and the guy still looks like he's you know playing for the Packers. I mean, he's a workout king, but it's fun to see all those guys that you you almost forget that you played with them at some point. I mean, in, in 2004, my yeah. I was like a 205 pound converted tight end, and I was blocking Brady Papinga his senior year. And so it's like, it's amazing to, to reconnect with those guys that you haven't seen in forever and cross paths with. And so, um, you know, it's a blast of a week. I mean, it just started for us. We literally saw just a couple people over there and then had to hustle over here um, to do this. And, and so we're excited to get back over there and, and, you know, mix and mingle a little bit. Who's the second most competitive guy out there besides you? What was the award you always won? The Andy Reid competitive. The Andy Reid competitive yeah. but, but greatness Alan award. Got the Shield of Faith award. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take competitive. The Shield of Faith. Yeah. yeah. But they gave me it because I had I was the biggest hothead on the team. I was a loser. But uh, it translated to competitiveness, so I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who it would be. I don't know. I have no idea. You want you want to win, Max. You want to win, and Ty wants to win, which is why you guys you've been prepping. Well, I mean, we didn't get dressed up for nothing. You know right? what I'm saying? No, we're gonna have a good time. I mean, last year it was awesome. It was competitive, but no one got hurt. Everybody understands what's going on. But to kind of piggyback what off they said, it's not only the guys that you played with, but now you're looking at guys that you grew up watching. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing all the legends that get to come through. I get to be on their team this year, so being able to get to know them and hang around those guys is pretty cool. Because otherwise. I'd never really get to see him or hang out with him. So that's mm. another cool part yeah. of seeing all the old timers, all the legends that we saw growing up. How would you explain the vibe around BYU football right now? From the interactions that you have with guys and, and just things you hear, like what's the vibe around current edition of BYU football? Austin, you, you first. So, so I was lucky enough to come down and just kind of shadow, right? Um, this past week, uh, you know, just be around the, around the receivers, around Fessy, around the offense, kind of get a sit in on their offensive uh, staff meeting and, and uh, I'll tell you what, man, I, I would have loved to have played in this era, right? It's, it's, it's a lot different, not saying that, you know, when we played was, was a downer, but, I mean, it, it's exciting around here, right? I mean, the game day experience is definitely not what it was. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's been a couple times where I've been able to bring my boys into the locker room, and, and it's, definitely a, a, it's definitely electric, right? Um, and, uh, you know, every time I get to go to a game, you know, you get the, you get the goosebumps, you get the, the hairs on your neck standing up again, right, just because uh, – it's exciting, and uh, the, the staff that they have down there right now is great, right? I, I love the addition of Jay Hill, right? I think he brings a, a unique, uh, you know, a, a unique mindset as far as uh, defensive schematics, and, and um, I, I, from an offensive standpoint, I'm excited to see uh, uh, Slovis, right? I saw him in practice. He looks like he can flick it pretty well. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a couple guys in the wide receiving core who are going to be able to make some big plays. Dennis, you feeling the vibe, man? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a vibe for sure. I you know, I think it's cool. Like Austin said, like you get to bring your boy and, and your kids around mm -hmm. the program now. And it's just, it's awesome to see how much the program's grown from when we were here. Now they have 50 million different jersey combos and all that. I mean, the, the locker room down there is totally different. It's just the weight rooms expanded, you know, fr from where we started. And I started in the Smith Fieldhouse <laughs> yeah. in a little metal locker with a bunch of other walk-ons. And so they had just opened this thing, but we weren't allowed over here. Is that just the team or just the walk-ons? That was just the walk-ons. That was just walk-ons. But point being... <laughs> and you were a walk-on. Yeah, yeah, I okay. was a walk-on. So they, 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 the football team had just moved from the Smith Fieldhouse into here my first year. 
and uh, we were left over there, obviously, the peons. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never seen yeah. I don't no, know what you guys haven't seen. Seen. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, you guys kind of had the easy road. Some of us came from the bottom. And, <laughs> in fact, I had a TV in my life. Yeah, that's weird. TVs and yeah. Stuff? yeah, no. I didn't have any of that. Um, I didn't need it either, like you guys. And so, you know, you, some, some of us like the long, hard road. Get out of here, bro. Take the easy route. <laughs> Some of us like to challenge ourselves, you know. Anyways, Deep blue coming this fall in Dennis. I felt like I've got off track a little bit, but um, you know, just to see where you know from from the Smithfield House days to to oh. now, everything that that these players get to take advantage of and all the the resources at their disposal is not like what we had, even though it was still pretty good when we were here. So um, the state of the program is is in good hands. Just a humble four-year, thirty-two million dollar deal for Dennis yeah. later with the Ravens. Hey. <laughs> All, all good. Let, it's let, just all about money with you. Isn't it? yeah. that's, that's all you care Literally about. Literally, when you signed that contract, I was like, the tithing's really oh. easy to compute there, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While we're feeling the vibes and, and the good vibes, Brian Keel has entered the studio. And he, Whoa, he, he has a special he brought, he, he, brought he brought it. He it is brought not, it. It is not painted. This is uh, gonna, uh, that's a good This has this been this in my hands for a year now. It's my favorite ball. Is that the real one, though? This is the ball. You're going to keep that. We're going to sign it. You're going to keep it. Okay. Ryan, this is for cool. you, man. This that was your moment. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to take that. We know he, what it's like to score touchdowns over there. He was so happy to throw it to somebody with really good hands for yeah. once. By the way, by the way, watch the replay. Cody Hoffman caught it on you. I let you have it. I had a little assist. I finally got a receiver who could go up and catch the ball. You know what I mean? We talked about it before. Listen, I remember my first touchdown in the Like It was exciting. Back in 04. ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがと
know, and then now he can't decide, I guess. Can't make up his mind. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like him disrespecting you, Kill, saying Cody Hoffman caught him. No, he caught it. That's an offensive guy right there. That's right what, we got to give defensive players credit when it's due. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it was such an incredible moment and so fun yeah. last year. Um, two, two things. John Beck has called the moment. The Mira Keel, <laughs> which is awesome. Okay, it took us a year to figure you're that good, one out. You good with that? That's that's, that's very John Beckish. That's right very there. John Beckish. Okay. Yeah. And then the other thing is, didn't you have a pick six against New Mexico in like 07 or eight or something? Yeah, well, you scored a touchdown at least one. Yeah, well, did you he not? he was saying in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Oh, in Lavelle. Yes, okay, yes. yeah, yeah. It was my first it was touchdown. It was my first touchdown in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, but you know, if I had more time with Austin, I would have said, "Well, I'm one for one playing offense, <laughs> scoring a touchdown in Lavelle Edwards Stadium." So, you know, is Austin batting a thousand now? That percentage is, <laughs> so. is high. Cam, what's this experience like for you to come back, sit next to Brian, and, and be part of Alumni Day, and, and have this event grow from one year to the next? Yeah, I see it a lot bigger this year than it was last year. So, you know, I mean. Dennis Pitt, Austin Collie here. It's awesome. It's we ran into John Beck as he was leaving here, and it's funny they've been running routes like they've been practicing. <laughs> they really I, did. I, I did yoga last week. That's, about <laughs> my, that, that's my training. So uh, I mean they're running routes. So yeah, it's, it is. People take this cows. serious. They won't say it. They won't come out. But people take this seriously. I yeah. almost felt bad later because there was some kind of the older dudes and they were just watching. It was it became a young man's game at the end. So we'll see what it is today. But Brian, what has the last year been like? As you recall of that awesome moment and obviously people are excited to see what part two looks like tonight yeah i've been asked a lot how do you top that and uh <laughs> fortunately there's a heisman trophy winner whose poster was on my wall as a kid on the other team so if i can pick six him that mm. might that might get me back up to that for the six. win for the win there we <laughs> go be even better Gennaro yeah. guilford style yeah that would be pretty sweet <laughs> i love that Gennaro play by the way we've talked about that we're like Shouldn't you have just gone down? And he's like, yes. no, I was housing that <laughs> no, party. I and then he said, if I had housed it, I would have run right out of the stadium. I just would have gone up the ramp. Oh. <laughs> you mentioned being around your former teammates, but what, what's it like to be around the Heisman Trophy winner, Cam? Yeah, it never gets old. I mean, he, like Kill said, I grew up watching him, watched the – you know, watch that happen and was just such a big fan and, and to be around him and just to be around all these players. It's great to be part of the alumni, be part of BYU and to have Ty Detmer be around and play against him. Oh, I can't wait. It's fun. Did you, the chance to pick off Ty Detmer. I don't yeah. care if it's an alumni game. I don't care. I'll, that's something I'll remember for a lot for a while. We yeah. showed some highlights from some notable, you know, plays from you guys. But that 06 team to me is really special in BYU history. The way you guys held down people defensively, how offensive that was, and of course the the miracle of, uh, you know, the finish against Utah. It wasn't a miracle beating them. You were the better team, but there was a we actually streak played there. bad. We actually yeah, played we, bad. Yeah, yeah. We should have beat them by three scores. Yeah, but. it came down to the wire and yeah. whatnot. Like, what what do you remember specifically from that 06 team that that you loved the most? Because we were in school at the same time. We loved that that team. Um, go ahead, you go. I would say it was just so fun. Like practice was. It was such a team that we came together, the camaraderie, enjoyed practice every day. It was something really unique that mm. I hadn't had really. That team was really close and we just enjoyed. We had great leadership to where Coach Mendenhall just kind of let us do our thing. And so it was really fun being part of that team. Obviously offensively, John Beck had a great year. We were so well balanced both ways. It was just fun. And, and to see kind of BYU get back to where I started, where we were struggling, losing seasons, and to put it back there, it was, yeah. it was special. That's what I was going to say, uh, what he touched on on the end there. Um, grew up watching BYU, coming to the games. They were always good. Got there in 02, and we went 5-7, and seven, I think. 
Yeah. And then and then in 05, we were just, we were like so close. We went six and six, but like- we, On the verge. We were so close. Yep. And then, yeah. We and, made it to a bowl game. And, yeah, yeah and, and, and then we just took that, you know, turn the corner Here's in the 06. play I'm referring to. That was my first touchdown, yes. Yep. Yeah, we turned the corner in 06. And it was just, to be a part of that, and to, uh, for me, to have so much pride in BYU football, and to, to it was kind of embarrassing. I mean, not, even, not kind of, it was embarrassing. Oh two, oh three, oh four, and to to return the pride and the esteem to yeah. the program and be a part of doing that, like that's for the rest of my life. Like I'll hang my hat on that. The what am like I? That, yeah. To beat Utah and then go beat Oregon. Yeah, it was special. Beat the brakes off there. Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of my favorite quotes from that era came from you, Brian. It, it was on a, in front of a KSL camera coming off the field, and you just said simply, BYU football is back. <laughs> BYU football is back, and you looked right into the heart of the camera. And unlike Texas, it actually was. <laughs> it actually was <laughs> back. Was awesome. Yes. Yeah, that was you know? There was a special moment in the locker room after that game where John Beck, and I remember what he said. He, he goes, remember what it took to get here. Remember all the hard work and those losing seasons mm-hmm. where we said, hey, mm-hmm. we're, like, this isn't going to happen again. I remember that. It, was, and it, it just kind of really hit that, man, all the work we did put in to end the season like that. Yeah, and I, I almost wonder those games. And I almost wonder if, and I've said this before, I feel like 2017 sort of had to happen for BYU to get the young group in 18 and 19 that became 11 wins in 20 uh, and 10 wins in 21, and even the eight to come back last year. And yeah. now they're in the Big 12. Yeah, like yeah. now yeah. BYU can really show what it's made of uh, this year. And, and you guys were a huge part of building that to this point. Um, man, I, when people, when I talk to people, I, one thing I always say is I wish I was coming into the program right now. I am so jealous of these kids. I can't even stand it. <laughs> like just full of jealousy, just, and you name it. Every, everything is just awesome. And it, it's, the trajectory is great where the program is and where it's going. And I, I'm just, I'm just jealous. Oh, so excited about the Big 12 and, yeah. and to be part of that conference and for these players, just like you said, it is hard. I mean, what a great time to come in. I think yeah. the same thing, but I'm just excited for these players and BYU and as a fan, just being as a fan, yeah. to be in a conference and go to those stadiums, it's a great time for BYU. So what parallels can you draw from that 06 team based on the atmosphere you feel around BYU football right now? Because I hear what you guys are saying about that 06 team. I'm hearing guys in the current locker room and the staff say similar things to what you just have reflected on. So what have, what have your perceptions of the current atmosphere of this team been? Well, I, I think one thing we, we just mentioned, like from 05 to 06, we, the team was very similar. Um, we changed our defense with the, 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 the scheme, and that really helped. But the personnel was very similar from yeah. 05 to 06. But the, pro, the, the results were way different. And a lot of that, and maybe Cam will agree or disagree, but I think a lot of it was like guys believing. And just like, you, and Bronco, you know, really, really drove this home to us. Like, you got to learn how to win and expect to win and then go do it. And I think to me, that was one of the biggest things from 05 to 06, we, we, we learned how to win and expected to win and just had a mindset of excellence. And so these guys, you know, I, I think they have so much potential and, and if they can add that to it, that, that expectation, like, and, and just, you know, we're gonna win every game, every game we're gonna win. And I, I talked to a lot of people that are, oh, this big 12 schedule, how many games? 
And I don't know what those players, and I, I, I know Cam would feel the same way and he can answer for himself, but if I was on the team, I'd expect to win every game this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how you play and, and that's how you prepare. And I think Jay Hill, and I love this coaching staff defensively. Mm. I think it really helps prepare Justin Enna, I think so highly of, and then uh, Kelly Papinga. So just what I hear is kind of our switching defense 2006. There's some momentum that, and I, I like the leadership on this team. But yeah, you go in and it's a mindset. You just expect to win. And that's really what makes, that was the difference between yeah. us 05, 06, was we went in and we truly believed, hey, we've prepared, we've done everything we can and it's going to translate. We're going to go ahead and clip that off and share it with the current team right now. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's play right now. Let's we go. We appreciate put it on a loop. Put it on a loop, it, it on a loop in yes. the locker room. So <laughs> every time before their workouts, you know, they can see the general before <laughs> yes. before their workouts, just get them hyped up. And, like the insurance guy? We're like, no, the general. The general. general. Yeah. Yeah. The original. The OG. Yeah, the OG yes. general. That's right. Great to have you with us, guys. We need to do a 2006 season reviewables. For 100%. Real. We do these season in recap shows and we look back. 2006 is next. coming down the pipe. We gotta uh, do it. July 14th. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll actually be at uh, Big 12 Media Days on that day, now that I think about July it. July 14th. So we'll push it okay. the next day week. after that. Coming up tonight at 9 Eastern time on BYU TV. Men's volleyball, number seven BYU, number 11 USC. Cougars won last night in four. Can they do it again for 12 straight home wins? Hey, and these guys just talked about the Heisman Trophy winner. He happens to be joining us next, along with his favorite tight end, Chris Smith. Byron Rex might get mad about that, but it's probably yeah, Don't tell Chris. Byron. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. We are live in Studio B. Hey, what a great highlight to welcome in our next guest, the Heisman Trophy winner, Ty Detmer, and one of his favorite prime targets, tight end Chris Smith. That's two time. Two time Chris Smith, thank you. (laughs) It's going to be the Chris Smith show today. Oh my goodness. It's always about me. We know that. Chris, we just saw some great highlights. You, you run away from Utah's defense. One that of, one made the top 100 plays in BYU history, by the way, a couple did, years ago. I, that was I, awesome. I did notice that, and my kids mock me about that all the time. Wait, why, why, why do they mock you? Because I'm number one. Because it should be number one, but I'm not. Uh, it should, I, I, it should uh, be more. Yeah, <laughs> Hail Mary and 80? I'm just saying, my, my, it's my kids. It's not me. Yeah, okay. So okay. my kids are saying, oh, it should be number one, Dad. You're just Re-edited it in the Chris Smith top 100 <laughs> in your house. Oh, yeah. Yes. In my world, it is number Absolutely. one. Absolutely. <laughs> the Chris Smith number one. Ty, when you watch highlights like that, like, I mean, how often, by the way, do you, or do you encounter highlights like that? Uh, every now and then. I mean, just something pop up on BYU TV usually. I mean, they're not national media or anything but uh, they pop up every now and then kind of fun to watch and old games you know pop up and uh, you know things things show up that you're like oh i didn't realize i did that you know that, that wasn't too good right. quarterbacks don't watch that as i say not as i did right now john beck was just talking to us about the 06 play his throwback to harley he's like i remember how i saw it through my helmet Are, is it similar for you in big plays in your history? Like, will you remember the perspective through your helmet? Yeah, because that's that's how you lived it, right? And then you see the highlight. And, and so now, you know, it's been so long now, it's some of the highlights, you know, stick out from the TV version. But for sure. a lot of times it's, you know, seeing Chris and, 
oh there's a you know open down the middle and uh but it's now it's getting to be more yeah. tv highlight were you guys bored during the utah game when you were up 49 to nothing <laughs> were you bored chris <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I felt bad about that game. So Scott Mitchell was injured. Uh, the, the, the defensive scheme was just awful. I really don't know what they were thinking about the defensive scheme. Seven, seven possessions, seven touchdowns. They were just, we, we were just walking through them like water. It was just bad. But also, going back in that time frame, the Utes, they weren't that great of a program. I mean, if you remember the What Happening coupons, in the back of the page, they used to have buy two, get two free Utah Ute game tickets. No, that's, that's where they were at the time. Now, Coach Witt, most respect for that man, has built a great program. But yes, during that time, I think we were a little bored. <laughs> I actually went to, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, Coach, I went to Lavelle. Hey, are you good if I go to the locker room, go to the restroom? So I run up there, the locker room's locked during the game, obviously, so people aren't in and out. So I had to go to the public restroom <laughs> in my uniform, and I'm standing there, and everybody's like, hey, good job. I'm like, yeah. so, but it was, that was an ugly game. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. They good. were down. Scott was hurt. I told him, you know, he owed us probably another couple hundred yards of passing and receiving. So we get a laugh out of it. But you know. What quarter was that when you went to the bathroom? I think it was early in the fourth it, so. when it was we, yeah. we were out after the first series of the third i think all the starters were, yeah. were out and and yeah. uh so we didn't play the whole second half basically <laughs> just chilling <laughs> can you imagine this year just keaton slows oh hey what's up what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's great stuff yeah. alumni day has has grown we, we've enjoyed talking to uh, a bunch of former players about the growth that the this day has you know undertaken but what what do you feel when you come back and, and you get together with all of the BYU uh, football alumni? What's this like for you, Ty? It's great, um, you know, to see former teammates, to be able to see guys that, you know, as we left, we watched, and I think we're the two oldest guys here uh, to play in the game. Um, but it, it's always fun to interact and and even meet some of the guys for the first time, but knowing that you've seen them play. And, and mm. uh, then there's, uh, you know, the younger group that that have gone on and and uh seeing them is a lot of fun and uh, but more importantly i think seeing the guys you played with and and uh haven't seen maybe in a, in a few years so it's great that they have us back and and have this opportunity it was so fun last year can't wait for it uh, tonight at 7 eastern on BYU tv chris what's the plan for you uh we're gonna we're gonna get a touchdown early with like what, what's what's the situation here with Tom? uh let's see so I, I have my 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 weighted vest on, just to make things fair. Just to make things fair, you know. Uh, I, <laughs> I have. I do. I, I definitely have Johnson Johnson on uh, working with me today. So I think <laughs> I think maybe five to seven yards is the most I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, maybe ten. The, 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 the days of 6-9-H option, no, nah, that's not going to happen. It's just not going to be there. But there's other guys, and I think that's the, the strength of what BYU has to bring is that when Ty and I played in the last century, which is really that long ago, I mean, we, we had a good team. We, we had a, a great traditions. We had just a, wonderful things going on. But since then, other great players have stepped up. Other great players have come in and said, okay, I can take what, what Ty built 
Well, let's get real. No, no, no one played better than, than Ty. So the golden child here, he, he, he is still up on the pedestal. Uh, so the go, yeah, here we so, 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 so Mr. Provo, golden child here. No, no one's played better than he has. But uh, you've had great tight ends come in past me. You've got great receivers, great running backs, great quarterbacks from Zach Wilson on down. You know, the program moves on. So no 18-yard outs where Ty takes a shot from a Miami defensive end in the chin and has like 15 stitches. You make a great catch. None of none of those routes. Both shoulders no, will be intact. Because that wasn't yeah. an 18-yard out. That was actually a 65 sail route. Okay. So I, I, I come and stem a little bit in here. If you can kind of find that, I love. You remember Lance Reynolds? That you always have just kind of, kind of just, just, just do that. <laughs> just and I go. What do you mean? Because I'm a freshman at that time. I was like, you know, when, when, when I'm flooring this offense, he goes, well, you just have to kind of feel where the open slot is. <laughs> And so that was the route. It was it was 65 uh, uh, sale. 65 why get open? Man. Yeah, basically. Well, that was actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> so that was actually 69 H option. 69 H option actually turned into 69. I'm going to throw it to Chris. That's really what that came about. <laughs> and if you, if you remember the uh, what was it? It was a, it was a UCCU. Uh, a poster that they did. Oh yeah. The little card, the little training card. If you look at that catch, um, it's it's a it's it's me making this incredible catch because Ty threw it high and behind me, <laughs> which allowed Air Force to give me a kidney shot. I do appreciate that. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to give you one today. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. So, am I going to run a 65 sale? No. No. Well, just okay. just. Just, just feel it, no, no, feel no, it out. No, but so that, that's what's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm going to take a step, and I'm going to feel the, the open, soft spot of the zone, which is usually about two or three yards past the line of scrimmage. <laughs> It'll be very soft. It might be second and 13, so <laughs> be honest. How we lose three yards on that pass? <laughs> You've been training with Max. He just told us all about it. He pumped you up. He said I, you're How are you feeling about this? Yeah, I mean, I had to throw a little bit just to see how ugly it would be, and um, – Felt pretty good. It's the next day that gives you the problems. They they want to practice at one. There's like practice on the schedule. I'm like, I won't be able to throw at five. But yes. practice at one. So, so I looked at it and went, practice? We're having practice? Like at the stadium I mean, or indoor Alan, practice? Alan Iverson. We're talking about practice. That's Not what I'm game, saying. Right? We're talking about a game. Yeah, we're yeah, talking about practice. On, we don't do practice. No. So... <laughs> yeah, it, it feels pretty good. I mean, it's not obviously what it was, but, you know, still accurate and still get it. Just got to take a shorter drop and get it out soon. Yeah, yeah. So. That sounds familiar to all quarterbacks these days, right? <laughs> That's 2023. Right. Yeah. yeah, so he's going to play like Tom Brady. He'll get out within 2.3 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon was complaining, Doman, about, you know, we had all the young receivers and, oh, I'm like, Brandon, doesn't matter. If I can only throw at 30, it doesn't matter. You know? so, <laughs> get out. We'll see what happens. The adrenaline will kick in a I little. I love it. There you go. Well, I, I do think we have the oldest team, though, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, because of us. Oh, because of us. Yeah. Most experienced is how we say it. <laughs> no, yes. we're old. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get real. We're, we're, we're old. <laughs> the old guys. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to watch. Yeah, good tonight. to see you. It's great to have in. you back on campus. Hey, thank you very much. Yeah. Hey. Okay, BYU Baseball looks to bounce back uh, from last night's uh, loss in Game 1. Game 2 coming up tonight, 9 Eastern in Spokane. Listen on the BYU Radio app. Hey, the pros, and I mean actual pros, are in studio next. Zane Anderson, member of the Buffalo Bills now, and Bronson Kafusi bring the NFL swag to Studio B. Stay with us on BYUSN. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner.
Welcome back to BYU Sports Station. We're live in Studio B. I can't believe it's been almost two hours. Like, Has it? Yeah, we're an hour and 42 minutes into this. Can we go three? Let's go. <laughs> We've had a great time on this show as we count down to the spring scrimmage and alumni day. And we do so now with a couple of professionals. Uh, one playing for the Buffalo Bills and one I'm expecting to get a call from an NFL team any day now. And Bronson Kafusi, he's with Zane Anderson. Welcome to the show, guys. What's up, guys? Thanks. Thank yeah. It's good to see you. Thanks Thank for you bringing here. in, you know, the actual game speed here. And we've had a bunch of old guys <laughs> oh, on the <laughs> show. <laughs> they got one good rep. <laughs> Y'all be ready for that one, and then you're good. Then you're... Zane, oh, of good. Co- Zane, of course, could show everybody up today, but yes. he's actually in the NFL. You will be watching from the sidelines. We need you to coach, Zane. Are you cool hey, with that? We've got some dudes still. I know those guys can still run, so yeah, they, yeah. they can do it. it, it there Probably. are some dudes who are still hitting the gym. There are oh, others absolutely. who are not. Look at this guy. I know, you still look good, man. He, he, he could play right in the NFL right now. I'm always ready. Were you born in a gym? Like, Kafusi, you guys are always in the gym. That's the house. It is, it is a gym. <laughs> and then the in-laws that married in, they have to be gym culture people. Do they not? They all lift, do they not? Interesting enough, kind of yes. They all kinda, yeah. I, I, No, I follow all of you guys on Instagram. You guys are always in the gym. Yeah, we love it. It's awesome. It's part of the daily routine. It's so. family it's, time, it's right? A it really is, though. It's, it's family time. It really awesome. is. Saturday mornings, we're all going to be in there. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so you're full go in the alumni game today, yeah? I'm full go. This is going to be awesome. Team Royal. Yeah, I hope Ty throws me, you know, a little touchdown pass. Yeah, that'd be. What would that'd that be, really be like? Ty Demmer throwing you a touchdown pass, and we'll, 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 this geez. is like fantasy video game stuff now, right? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it would be wild because he played with my uncle Rich when I know. he was there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, oh man, I love my days fun because all these ties start coming back. It's. It's going to be good. You yeah. know, how I, I wish Kelly Olenek was playing, like, cornerback, and you could just catch over. <laughs> Would that, is that, I saw him at the Jazz game, actually, when he was out there playing. On, we kind of locked eyes, and then I was like, ah, I don't know. If that's nice. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> You're like, I found that guy so hard. Hashtag flagrant <laughs> And foul. you, you played tight go. end with the Packers. There's yeah. some offense in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I was offered as a tight end here. People don't know that. Not a DN. No. Oh. My dad wasn't going to offer me a scholarship. <laughs> no way. He's in a big mirror it somewhere else. He's you know, like, else. you're getting half tuition because I work here anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. So, yeah, I got for So, it's kind of full circle, you know? Sure. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Zane, were you, in, like, you obviously became a safety extraordinaire at BYU, but were Backer you... Backer for a bit. Did they yeah. ever want you to, like, were you offered as a different position or was it always safety? It was kind of always safety. I played a uh, running back in high school. Yeah. Good running back. That, cool. that wasn't going to happen here. So uh, <laughs> I had my glory days then. But uh, it was always a transition to kind of move into safety. Playing, I played linebacker in high school a little bit too. So kind of developed in a few areas. The pride of Stansbury. Stansbury let's, Park. Let's, let's go, go man. Let's go. Okay, we buried the lead here. Congrats on winning the Super Bowl, man. Thank you. I mean, what was that whole experience like being a part of the team? And obviously we've talked about like that amazing – Sacrament meeting on Super Bowl Sunday where Porter Ellett's baby is blessed and there's this big group like what what was that whole experience like? Yeah, man, I feel uh, I feel blessed to even just be a part of it You know to be a part of that organization and be a part of those guys and be able to learn from all those guys and to be a part of the Super Bowl Not many people can say that and Mm. so um, It was such a cool experience one of the coolest experiences of my life Uh, And so uh, yeah, it was great Well, now you head to Buffalo and you and I were talking last week at Pro Day about Bill's Mafia welcoming you with open arms. Those fans, just like Chiefs fans, they're they are next level, man. Absolutely. They are next Jumping level. Jumping on tables in the <laughs> outside yeah. of the stadium, they're awesome. How do you feel about uh, heading further east and being a part of the Buffalo Bills organization? I can't wait. I really can't wait. It's uh, it's going from one great organization to another. Yeah. And uh, so I feel blessed and lucky to be able to do that. And uh, you know, like when the Super Bowl comes to an end, people will keep reminding you know, congrats on Super Bowl and stuff. It's, 
it's great, but it's kind of on to the next thing, you know, on to the, the next job and next career and stuff. So it's kind of got to put that behind a little bit, soak it up. It was great, but. Did you have next. a welcome to the NFL moment, by the way? Because it's been a minute since we've talked. And, and last week, Tyler Algier was telling us, like, my welcome to the NFL moment was when Luke Donald and Bobby. Aaron, Aaron Donald. Sorry, Aaron Donald and Bobby, and Bobby Wagner were sandwiching him, and he me in attack on all He was like, like, oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> this is the NFL. Aaron Donald and Bobby Wagner. Did you have that moment? Man, I wouldn't say anything crazy like a big hit or something. You know, we hear a lot of like big moments where guys get knocked out. They're like, oh, I'm in the NFL. I didn't have any of those that I really can recall, but, you know, just stepping in rooms with guys like Pat Mahomes, Tyron Matthew, Travis Kelsey, um, super surreal. You know, you look up to those guys growing up, and it's cool being in the same rooms with them. So that's kind of one of those surreal moments. Mm. Bronson, Bronson, what, yeah, what, yeah what was your experience along those lines? Um, man, I think I remember I was setting the edge on a play, and, um, man, AP came running through that. The Adrian hole. Peterson. And I like threw, I stuck my arm out there like, oh yeah, I'll just like clothesline him and put him down, right? And no, he, <laughs> he took me for a ride and I just had to tackle him. During, yeah, it was, I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to bring my whole head across. I'm going to get my feet right. Yeah, so. Wow. It's fun though. That's awesome. What are you up to now, by the way? I'm done now. So I help out at Harris Investment Group. I do a lot of different stuff. Young athlete mindset training. I love doing that. And I got two kids. Live here in Provo. You doing a podcast with your brother still? Oh my gosh, he's gone. He's Corbin's in the USFL. So yeah. Corbin's there. Which team yeah. again? Uh, the Showboats. Memphis. He's in the Memphis. Memphis Showboats. See, we so, thought he was done. Like O-line. We thought he was done. He told me he was done. He told me he was done. And then all of a sudden, like he's back and he's back playing football again. <laughs> he's not done. That sounds like him, right? That's like, <laughs> I'll just do he literally can do anything, you know? So I mean, I'm pretty excited to watch him play. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Zane, what's the schedule like for you as you approach uh, perhaps OTAs and and whatnot coming up? Yeah. So OTAs are coming up in a couple weeks. When you go to the Super Bowl, your offseason is super condensed. And so kind of got to fit a vacation in, but also get back in. When you play for good teams, it's shorter. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) When you play for bad teams, long (laughs) offseason. Absolutely. So. Uh, shorter off season, which means, you know, a little bit less time to train and stuff. So you kind of got to amp it up a little bit. So we we got about two weeks left now. So mm. trying to ramp everything up, get the body feeling good for OTAs. Sure. Have the Bills given you an idea of where they expect you to, to make your impact and, and be in? Like, the, they obviously you're a safety, but like, this is a special teams route. Like, how do you see your, your, yourself fitting in there? Yeah, I think uh, they've kind of given me that uh, when I first got there, you know. Um, they, they told me there would be opportunity there for me to compete for, for a job and um, whether that's third or fourth string or just on special teams, you know, I told them I'd show up for it and uh, give them everything I've got. And so I'm excited for the opportunity. Bronson, give us a sense of sort of how you see BYU's football program now heading into the Big 12, coming off of three really successful seasons. Yeah, I am just so excited because, you know, I was part of the group where I got a letter on my mission saying that, we're not gonna be in a conference. And I love the idea of being in a conference. I didn't get to do it, um, but I'm excited for the team. And, you know, I love, you know, what, we, what we've done between, you know, all three of those years to where we're at right now. I mean, it's gonna be exciting. Like, I can't wait for it. I'm so excited. So it's gonna be, it, I really think it's gonna be great and we're gonna do well. Zane, as you come back to this alumni day and BYU's ramping up for the Big 12, 
I mean, you're not too far removed from this team and the culture. What differences do you notice in the culture and the atmosphere now, even to a few years ago when, when you were here? Yeah, I think it's great. Even just uh, being there at Pro Day and stuff, you can kind of tell the culture's even brought up a little bit. You know, you, you start as a player and help develop that culture. And so it's cool to be kind of removed a little bit and see it kind of develop and grow. And, you know, you, as you get older, you start not even knowing some of the players on the team. So it's, <laughs> it's different, but you can still see that culture there and it's growing and it's mm. amazing to be a part of that as an alumni. Remind me what your last season was. Was it 19? 20. 2020. 20. 20. Boca Raton Bowl. Boca Raton Bowl. Yes, that's right. So I've I mentioned this. 2017 was difficult going 4-9. and nine. But in 2018 and 19, it was a very young core that ended up bearing fruit in 20, 21, and 22. And now we're seeing the guys in the NFL and Tyler Algier and, and obviously Zach and everybody and Brady Christensen and Blake Freeland. What, what did kind of that team go through in 17 that sort of recreated BYU football where, yes, you don't have a year like that typically, but maybe that helped reset this program into what it's become. Yeah, absolutely. We had a huge humble pie that year, I think. You know, coming off of 2016, we had uh, a lot of great players with, you know, Taysom, Jamal coming back. Um, and then that next year, there was kind of a drop off. And so I feel like we kind of got a good piece of humble pie and Kalani took us in the, in the right direction of getting the culture back, getting our discipline back. And I think as those years went forward, the more discipline we had and the more work we put in, uh, we kind of reaped the benefits. And so uh, it was cool to kind of be a part of that team and then slowly towards the end, be a part of that 2020 team. And we had a really good season. That was a special year. Absolutely. Incredible. Hey, it's so great to see both of you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Great to have you back for Alumni Day. Uh, Zane, you take it easy. You go for him. Zane, you get Bronx going. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be his high man. Bronson's yeah. typically super low key, so if you could get him going, that'd be great. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, guys. I love it. Hey, no single arm tackles here. Yeah, yeah that's Bronson. true. Yeah, we're, we not, we're not hurting anything. Today. We're not, we, right. We've known Bronson since he was a wide eyed freshman at Tempu, man. The journey's been fun, dude. That's 2006. It was a long time ago. On iProvo. iProvo. Uh, iProvo, baby. Yeah, let's okay, go. Get, get, now look at my it. My call for more from 90 feet. Get, yeah. get your first look at Keaton Slovis and the Cougars today at 5 Eastern time in the spring scrimmage. going to be fun to see the guys practice. That's coming up today at 5 Eastern. All right, we wrap up an incredible two-hour special. Yeah. Do we have to? We, we have to end the show, okay. apparently. Okay. We'll put a bow on it next. Stay with us for more on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Download the free BYU TV and BYU radio apps and uh, check out the podcast as well. Subscribe, rate, and review. Today's Rise and Shoutout presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We could give it to everybody that's been involved in the alumni game, but absolutely, there are actual competitions happening on Men's campus. Men's Rugby uh, is hosting Cal Let's go. for the first time since 2016. Coming up, uh, oh, the game has started uh, 26 minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, that's right. So good luck to uh, the boys against Golden Bears, longtime rival there. That's a full scholarship program at Cal. Yeah, okay? Yeah, Central Washington does that as well. I believe Life does that. It's nice when BYU beats Cal. <laughs> yes, it, yes, it is. <laughs> what a show, dude. Like, how fun was that to have all these guys in the studio and the stories and the camaraderie and the brotherhood of BYU football? And, and what people don't realize is, like, we were in school with 
Beck yeah. and Hall and Dennis. Johnny and Harley and Dennis. Like, Austin Colley. Like, like those teams we got to know really well because we were here. And obviously covering all the teams since, um, since the show started in 2013 and whatnot. But yeah, like this is fun. And it's more than a game. And it's fun to see these guys interact. And obviously we're going to play some ball tonight. But it's an excuse to get together and <laughs> compete. For some of these guys, you see it with Max, they, they're here to win. And we're going to see Ty Dever throw some passes in LaBelle Edwards Stadium. For the first time since 1991 in on TV. You think know what about I mean? that's pretty cool. Think about the array of years that are going to be involved in the alumni game. Okay, Ty Detmer showed up on campus in 1987. Yep. 1987. Been a minute. Okay, and he's going to be throwing to guys that potentially finished playing last, last year, year, right? Yep. I mean, we're talking about almost 35 years of alumni in the same game. That's awesome. That's fantastic. A lot of spring day. Our thanks to all of today's <laughs> guests. <laughs> What a show. Sorry to nobody, because we had Dennis on. We had, we had time we had, for him. He even kicked yeah. you out of your seat. Did he? For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Tommy Hudspeth. We'll see you later for BYU Football Spring Scrimmage.